step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to Out of Bounds with Dota. Lose your eye. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to our first show of 2019. If you've been with us, uh, you know we have to dust off the cobwebs on the studio because we haven't been together for a while. The uh, holiday schedules have gotten a little tricky, and we're back. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, thank you. Welcome. If you're returning, thank you for your support. Um, we're back. We don't have the full crew today. Uh, Mark's on uh, injured reserve. <laughs> back problems. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> Happy New Year. You guys have good holidays. Fantastic, man. Absolutely. Pretty Fantastic good, time. Right? 2019. 2019 January is like the month that you forget to put 2019. Oh, yeah. You just always I write, write it. 18. I, I write it every day at work. Like on your checks I've already or messed on your computer. It up. And like you just fuck everything up. Yep. I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> I never get it sent back, though. They always cash the checks. Somehow oh, cash the checks. They want they, their money. I They'll get their money somehow. Money talks, right? <laughs> Doesn't matter how you do it. Um, you know, we, we talked last year on this show. We're not really resolution- Kind of guys. I have one though. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, <laughs> do this tell. Is a, this is a tough one, dude. You Uh-oh. guys know me pretty well. I wouldn't say you guys know me that great, but you guys know me pretty well. Uh, <laughs> only only 39 <laughs> years, right, Steve? 40 years. But uh, I'm, I'm focusing on less stress. Okay. I know that's okay. kind of like a typical thing to say, or people, everybody says, oh, duh, everybody has stress. But no, like, yeah, really stress. Like, I'm always the guy that looks for, to the future. We have everything set up for the next year for work, for family. Spending, saving, this and that, business, you know, making deals for the end of next year. I want to live for now. I want to live in a moment. Obviously, okay. you know, I'm going to make the right moves and not be stupid. Sure. But I'm just going to try. You really have to try to focus on it. Stress causes all that. I had this little rash happening around my eye. Don't know what the hell it is. Went to the dermatologist. Um, we just started shooting a shit. He was hilarious, by the way. i never been to this guy. His <laughs> name is Dr. Brown. He's, he's supposed to be one of the best. And uh, in, in Detroit, and I went and seen him, and uh, just fucking throwing f bombs and shit out there, and I'm like, "What wow. the fuck's going on?" He's like, I'm, "Did you I'm, invite I'm, him on I'm the like, podcast?" Yeah, you know, I go, "Yeah, you know my wife." Uh, he's, I'm like, "Yeah, you know, you know, I, my wife referred me to him," and I'm like, "Yeah, you know my wife," and he's just like, "Well, what the hell's that got to do with your rash on your eye?" <laughs> and I'm like, well, "I'm just making small talk." So right off the rip, we started getting into this kind of flow. You know oh, what I mean? Great. Puts his That's foot awesome. up on the wall when he's on the chair. He's talking to me. He's about sixty-five, seven-year-old guy. <laughs> Anyways, we start getting into it, and we're you know, he's just he ends up being real sharp and and bright, and he's just like at the end up telling me what what to put on the eye, this and that. We can't figure out if it's a, a, a allergy or a, or if it's just you know some something else that's like a whatever. Anyways, he says, let me tell you, it's it's, a, it's stress. He goes, stress causes all types of weird things, and uh, just focus. We start talking about stress and handling stress, and he's like, you got to get involved, you know. And I tell him I do yoga, and he's like, great. He's like, you got to do sports. So I'm, I'm just like, I'm trying to focus now. After that conversation with a derm, not a psychologist. Right, isn't that crazy? <laughs> right? I'm telling you. Uh, way cheaper, it, it by the way. It just made me think about right. It made me <laughs> think about it more and be like, listen, man, I got to really focus in on the day and what's happening around me now and stop thinking about 
next spring and next winter yeah. you know with work and you know obviously it's all it all has to do with money and work work related sure. to money and where you can spend it where you can go what's the future if you're self-employed anybody out there self-employed you're always if you're, you're always thinking about tomorrow yeah because you don't have that safety net that yeah that's how i people think. have yeah uh, for I mean, sure so and that's what causes stress that's what causes i mean even when things are good i'm still thinking about the future is, it, is the economy going to be great can you go this can you do this can you grow can you shrink should you shrink should you hire more should you not? No. Now, now, I look for an example. We're finding guys for our, you know. It's always a struggle in the spring and summer to find employees mm-hmm. for every company, any company in the world. In the winter, you mean? In a in a in a summer. It's hard to find in the summer. Yeah, because everybody's busy. Oh, I thought everybody's got jobs. Oh. Right. Yeah. Well, the smaller guys usually in the winter don't. So I wanted to so now grab those guys available, up yeah. and I'd leave companies who don't have work for them and pick them up and get them load. And now we have too many guys. <laughs> <laughs> So now I'm like, shit, how do I, I got to keep these guys fucking busy. Right. So now I'm stressing out. I got to go out more work to give you guys just to, just to keep them so they don't leave right. me in the spring because, sure. you know, they're new. Yeah. So once they start working for us, everybody usually loves working for us, most people. So then I can keep them and lock them in, and then that's how you grow. That's so I stress. I'm going back. Fucking stress. <laughs> now I'm stressing because I have too much of what I You brought like. it up, dude. Anyway, I'm stressing right now. What the fuck? Owner. Own fuck. Well, of course you Fuck. Gonna. Anyways, that's, that's my resolution is to not stress about the future. Live now. That's good. That's good. Uh, you know, 2018 was a good year for me personally, professionally. Um, I had to make one, not to get too too deep or personal. I had to make one of those decisions that that's hard to make. Like, I had to well, get deep, daughter. That's I, what we're here to do, man. <laughs> let's get, let's get therapy, balls deep. Bro. Let's, let's get it balls out, deep. man. It don't uh, have to be about sports. <laughs> you know, I had to make one of those tough decisions that you have to make as an adult and as a as a man. I had to divorce myself from toxic family members. Oh wow, that was one of those wow. things that that's hard to do because yeah. you grow up and that you you guys know. Oh, how I, we, I can relate we, to that. We grow yeah. up in this atmosphere of like you have this idea of family since you know from an early age, and then as you get older, you realize that it it's never really exactly that. You know, it's more about yeah. the name or the public perception of that. Right. And I had to make that, t- you know, it's especially as a as a parent, as a father, because you never want that day to come where you right. where you have to you hope that your kids don't have to make that decision right. about you or your spouse or anybody right. you know, that close to you. And so it was one of those things where I just, you know, I said, look, I got to man up. I got to make, you know, make this decision for me and my family. Right. You know, because my family's. That's my number one priority, Absolutely. and so that's kind of. I guess if I have a resolution, that's it. I'm I'm cutting toxic people out of my life. <laughs> you guys know, as you get older, your circle gets smaller. Yeah, your friends, all that stuff, the people you hang out with. Uh, so I'm just leaving negativity and toxicity in 2018 and moving forward with 2019. It's, oh, I love that. It's the only way I've, to do it. I've been doing that for 10 years. That's got, <laughs> you know, and that's I'm, why I got two friends and you guys. Well, it's it's always been, <laughs> it, it, and that's the thing though. Like I'm always the you know tell it like it is. I'm not gonna bullshit you. Yeah, and honest person but it, it came to the point where it's like it's different sometimes well, with family, what, it, you know? what it was for me and it, it, it's you want to be around people who have the same core beliefs as you yes same moral values 100%. that you have that you think about you can't expect everybody to agree or disagree i mean agree with everything that you believe in but the core values you want to be around those people family work ethic just be on the same page even yeah. politics don't have to be the same but no. if your if your core values are the same, that's how you build. When you get older, that's how you build your 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 surroundings. That's your, your inner circle, and you don't need more than outside your family. I mean, I got six people in my immediate family. I mean, I love my cousins, I love my my uncles, I love my aunts, I love my brothers and sisters. But honestly, like everyday thinking is just about my family. Yeah, and you have to be that everyday way. operations. I wish best for everybody. I don't know. Obviously, I'm saying that I'm not. I don't wish anything bad about anybody. Yeah, but in my day to day operations and my thinking. 
it's about my core is my my immediate family. Marco's sure. dad said it best. I say this all the time. It just just I can remember the day we sat at his table, and he said, and Marco wouldn't would know one hundred percent when this happened. We were I think we were like twenty years old or twenty one, and we were drinking beers, and he was just we were just sitting there talking. I think we were going out. He's like, Mark, Marco's dad was always about you don't have friends. You don't have friends, and you know when your kids, their parent, yeah, yeah. dad says that you're like, oh, come on, dad, come on, <laughs> you know. He's like, wouldn't you lock your door at night? That's all you got. Yeah. Back then we were like, this guy's nuts, dude. <laughs> he just hates everybody. Yeah. But I, I understand what he means. It's what you really just what you need is what you, when you lock For your sure. door is all you need. For I sure. mean, you want to be high in, in acquaintances and this. And I have two best friends that I I talk to weekly. We see each other every six months, maybe once a year, twice a year. Yeah. But we have communications yeah. weekly. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. So, th- and that's the thing. You don't. You know. You're at peace with the decision. You don't wish anybody any harm. But, Mm-mm. and and those people in your circle, they don't necessarily have to agree with you, but they understand. Right. And support you in those decisions. Right. They Absolutely. Don't, you don't have to agree with somebody to support them. Right. In in decisions they make. So right. That, that's the important thing. Right. About, because their about, life is different than yours. Right. right. And that's the thing. And the understanding with those friends that if you only see them a few times yeah. a year, a couple yeah. times a year, that you can. Get back to right where you left off, yeah. and they understand that because they got their thing going on. Right, and that's, absolutely, and that's it. That's just, that's all I'm looking forward to in 2019. Just you know, see, stress comes with that too. I'm I'm cool with everybody. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm different than see, you. I, that's I'm what I'm different. trying to say. I'm trying to get a little bit more like you. Like just be know. like less stressed about shit. I just I don't know. I, you know what I mean? I just call people that I don't talk to in a while. Just, just to say hi. But oh, well, we all do that once in a while. Yeah, check in. You check in with people that you 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 know you like. Yeah. Other than that, I, I mean, got one guy that I do that to. This is all the only person I like. But no, I'm I'm cool with everybody. I mean, I, I you like to be in a smaller circle, and I just I'm a little I, more private. A little yeah, more yeah you're a little bit more private, you know I mean? and I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm good. No, you're at, well. I know what else you're good at. 2019, you're wearing that Honolulu blue. Hey, to start was, off the season. It, it was a gift. It start was a gift. <laughs> start off the 2019 it year. It was a gift from Marky. Wow. So oh, yeah. You got it for my birthday, and uh, I'm going to sport it. I'm a, I'm All a right, true so fan. 2019, you got any resolutions for the Lions? Um, yeah, blow the fucking thing up. <laughs> wow. No, blow not blow it up. No, not blow it up. Blow I, Stafford I, I out, think, too? No, no, no. no. I, think, uh, I think the core is they are trying to establish the culture, like they said at the beginning. Okay. And the defense is starting to come together. The last uh, Ever since the Snacks trade, it, they've just been playing really good defense. They just need some more talent. So we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna have fifty million, sixty million to spend, and a high draft pick. And where do you spend that? If if you're the G, if you're Bob Quinn right now, where do you spend that fifty, sixty million dollars? Edge rusher for sure. Okay, we don't know if T.J. Lang is gonna be back because you need a guard, mm-hmm. you need a mauler in in the middle to you know to to give Stafford more time. So edge rusher, you need a linebacker, outside linebacker, you need you need interior line help. Other than that, I mean, you can find little deals with like another wide receiver and free agency stuff like that. But you think you they can address a lot like the major issues with that fifty sixty million? Yeah, plus the absolutely, draft? absolutely. They got Trey Flowers in, in New England, who's a New England New England player who's really good, who's a free agent, and they're going to be targeting him. You think they can sway him? Yeah, they, they're going to be targeting him, and they got the uh, eighth pick. Who they've been hinting that they might trade down, but if the right guy falls. Uh, I mean, you got you, you you if you can't find a Pro Bowler like in the eighth pick, then uh, then you got you need to change scouts. I mean, <laughs> you, eight, eight players, eight players in the whole draft. You better find somebody good. Isn't Bob Quinn supposed to be one of the best scouts? I mean, you, you got to get mean, somebody. You hire a scout team, so you got to get. Somebody. I mean, they they should know, but it's it's the it's the system that you're running, and and 
you know, they got to put the players in the right system because you can't get a four three guy if you're running a three four. Right. So well, I mean, and that's that's part of the thing. Like it's it's really hard to grade Matt Patricia. I know there were a lot of people at the end of the season calling for his head, right, and and is... and calling for the Lions to just quickly move on from him. Yeah. I think when you bring a head coach into now, it doesn't help that Bob Quinn at the end of last year when he fires Jim Caldwell says. This team is better than nine and seven. What's he supposed to say? I mean, well, he's not going to say the worst. I, 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 mean, I get all that. He's got to say the right things. But he kind of sets the the anticipation and the expectation level. When you say a nine and six team who is or a nine and seven team who is almost in the playoffs, and then you got a new coach who comes in and wins five games, six games, six. Um, you know, that's not that's not better than nine and seven. Well, they traded. Yeah, the injuries hurt. They traded Tate. That hurt a little bit, but they sure. were they still weren't going to make the playoffs. But I like to give. They first, might get tra- Tate back. You never know. They first, could, but first if time he wants coaches, to come back, if you really like it, he's doing great over there. I think it depends. I think it depends on the conversation they had when they traded him, and it didn't sound like it was a, a good one. A good one, really. I don't. Well, I don't. he was like, <laughs> I think he was just as surprised as everybody else when he got traded. Now Quinn, Quinn, and no, his mean, we end were of the talking year. about it, so he had to have known. I mean, we were talking about it like we're not going to – we need to get something for him if he's going to leave anyway at the end of the year. Listen, so, Bob, Bob Quinn at the end of the year said they got an offer they couldn't refuse on, on Golden Tate. Well, we didn't have a third-round pick at the at the time, so it was – I mean, it was – I don't mind it. No, I don't mind no, it I either. Didn't, I didn't, I didn't, didn't stay hate here. it. It was – you know, it was a stay you here, see the hindsight's 2020, right? So now at the end of the season you say, well, what would have been the value of, in keeping him? Right. Win one or two more games? That doesn't get you anywhere. Right. Um, I, would, I would have been closer to my prediction. But. Look, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> what was your nine? You were better with your Browns. You were better with your Browns prediction. Yeah. Give us. Give, I was. I had seven. Give I us some props right here, John. And I had him at yeah, six wins. That's yeah. right, baby. That's yeah, right. you got right off the rip. Though. You got lucky. Right off the rip. Right off the game. So lucky. Carry on got hurt. Marvin Jones got hurt. Tay got traded. Well, I mean, you expect on. everybody to be healthy all year long? Okay, but they're not their three best players. I'm to be gone. Running backs. So no, if I got lucky, time. I wouldn't be here on a Sunday night just doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I was lucky, I'd be on an island somewhere on my own yacht. What, what, they, nobody thought they were going to win six wins except for you two. I, well, I, then, I don't know. And we're fucking I, smart. I Tell the world. They had seven Tell and the a world. Half. They had seven and a half in Vegas. Yeah. That's what scared me. That's when I sat at nine, and then I seen that seven and a half. That scared me because they're always like well, on We point. bet the under and one. Right. Yeah, lucky. Well, no, for, no, get... for no money. That's what we fucked yeah. up. Right, we, don't, we bought we the we Browns to throw fifty dollars. We got bragging rights. What the fuck? We got bragging rights. Hey, congratulations! You you, you started. Tw- you and Mark started twenty nineteen. You guys made a lot of money 50, off us. Oh, fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah, go Cleveland. First time I ever rode it for an yeah. Ohio team. I'll be I'll be surprised. They come together, but they but oh. Different, different stories. If they wouldn't have fired their coach, we would have won our bet. No, yeah. that was yeah. a shit show of yeah. operation no, going on. They still had. We good watched players, the HBO Hard Knocks. That was a shit show operation. You could tell right off the rip that's if you thin slice the, the coach. They had no, up. they no had no respect. You watched that well, show and you're like, oh, they're not winning three games. Well, I was right. No, because I said they're winning seven, and I was right. No, you got lucky. That's my point. Because no. they fired the coach, and then everything changed. No, they played Baker, and they started winning. That's what happened. Exactly. If they would have kept the coach, it would have well, said that's, his why, ass that's why they fired the coach. <laughs> no, he would have had to. The that's fans would have made did, him. Do you remember Hugh Jackson went to Baker Mayfield? The what number, an asshole he is. The number what one. What an asshole pick. Hugh Jackson. You, if you ever see his interviews, he's, he's the most politically correct guy. Well, terrible. we made the best team for best decision for our team. We got together. Shut we made the, the best team, uh, best decision, best no, decision, no, no. and yeah. and that's what we went. You with. realize you went to the you went out of here. You went to the number one pick and told him he earned. The right to be the backup. Wow. Who says that? First of all, like that to me tells me first. It just hurts. But like it, it first just of all, hurts his credibility as a coach for, moving forward. Well, it, to me, what it like, says is you weren't in on Baker Mayfield from the beginning. You didn't even want to draft right. him. 
Right. Because if you don't start him, if you don't have that conversation, like yeah, he was betting, he was hedging, he was, be- he was betting on himself that he's going to look like a genius. He uh, with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tyrod Taylor. That's why they got him is to start three, four games just to, just to get Baker. No, you involved. you get him. So. You get him. You have him. No, as, you're supposed as a to know talent. Plan. You're supposed to know talent when you get it out on on your field. Baker's the real deal, dude. He's the real deal, and he missed. Yeah. He swung I mean, I, and missed. Yeah, he's really good. And that's he's a competitor. You know what I like about Baker point? after the season's down now. Is you know he comes out all flashy. He backed it up. He comes out. Yeah, you get people like Colin Cowherd hating on him hard. Yeah, and then Colin even backing up off it because he's a competitor. Right. He, he's still cocky, but he's backing it up. Yeah. He's that, making I have, plays. I have no problem with that. That are are, are pretty damn good for a guy. You know, for a quarterback, so you got to respect his competitive well, edge, man. He's a com- he competes, But what does his dude. team have? His team has a great defense. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, they, here they, we go. But I'm saying, but he's got a good offensive line, and he's got Nick Chubb running, so it, it helps the quarterback. That no helps. shit, Steve. Well, I'm saying well, no, that's great. I no, mean, I'm but, just, but that's what I'm saying. All that in play, and you should fucking start him from game one. Exactly. That's my I, point. When, I don't, you should. Coach should but. already know he's got a good defense. He's well. They Anyways, traded. They Steve, traded. They didn't you have took Carlos. My money. They had Carlos Hyde to start the year. Thank so. you, man. Thank you. So yeah, congratulations. What'd you, what'd you buy? Fifty bucks richer to start. What'd you buy with that? Did you have a nice dinner? I don't even remember. Buy lunch for guys at work for Larry. <laughs> you want to throw a sock on a sock? <laughs> <laughs> like fucking grease coming out there for two days. Oh, my God. I came home. My wife was like, where'd you guys go? You smell like I wherever had, you I went. I actually had this shirt on. Fucking <laughs> threw it. And guess what? It's supposed to be dry clean only. It was an expensive uh, shirt. I threw it in the fucking uh, laundry room. My wife washed it. I fucking, and then I yell at her. <laughs> she was like, well, why did you put it in the, in the clo- dirty clothes? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> It smells so bad. I just threw exactly it, dude. It and then I look. So I put it on. It's like tight as shit. It's supposed to be baggy. I'm like, what the fuck? I look. It says dry clean only. I'm like, motherfucker. Me of all people are going to do something stupid like that. He was a wow. shit cook, too. He was not boring, man. The people next to us were Did he even fucking... talk to us? Why? You go there for the entertainment? No, but the cooks are funny, though. They tell jokes. Like, the guy, shit did about you, the did you hear the table next to us? We're they were about cracking about up. About they were cracking up no. the table next to us. No, I didn't. No, I don't really. No, go. I go there. Just uh, that food was good. It has a lobster. <laughs> it is really good food. Great. I felt like ten thousand. <laughs> was it lobster good? I left that. Was it lobster good? Fucking fantastic. Oh, uh, it was good. It was good. I it was the, good. I had the steak and chicken. We had a good time. It was fun. Especially it was after, after, especially after whipping your guys' asses in golf at X Golf. My God, fucking quarter barrel of fucking. Wow. I think wow. I, had, I had a gallon of cold snap that day. Holy sh- holy sh- <laughs> moly. <laughs> what the hell am I saying? I mean, cold snap. They're the only ones who had cold snap in the whole state. Yeah. So, yeah. Two weeks ago. Interestingly enough, uh, even the guy told us, like, cold snap. Like, I've even checked other stores. They don't have it yet. Art, yeah. Art and Jake's doesn't even Thank have God it. Thank God we I'm get like, an unlimited cold supply snap? of cold snap from <laughs> Sam Adams. I, I go to Art and Jake's. I go, I, go, I go to Art and Jake's. I go, you don't have cold snap? She goes, it's a seasonal beer. I go, it's in season. I yeah. go, usually January. No, That's January, why I was shocked to see said, it the yeah, week yeah. before oh, Christmas. I didn't, yeah. Uh, no, it's not. It, yeah, because they get their winter ale. Anyways. Anyways, it, I was hitting, you know, the more, more cold snaps I got, the the longer I was hitting my driver. I came in second, 295 yard drives. Well, okay. For the record, right, mo- most people who listen know you're a really good golfer. Yeah, other yeah. people who golf with you know you're a pretty good golfer. Not good. Pretty good. I'm I'm just below average, but... So you suck. But I'm better than you guys. So you're on the suck side of average. Well, you're better than me and Mark. Mark, so Stevie's on the suck side of average. I, I, I so came if in you're second. average, you're average. And I, if you're not, you're suck. I came in second what do you <laughs> out of four. So I'm yeah. right there. Oh, boy. No, that was that was fun. X-Golf and Shelby I shaved Tosh, 10 strokes off of Dota's fucking oh, yeah. swing. Yeah. Off his, yeah. his game that day. That was great. Yeah, you did. You did. I learned more from Johnny. And I went swimming in a par three. In 205 <laughs> yards. I didn't even make it there. Marco hit a four in 120 yards. <laughs> Stevie just fucking snorted live <laughs> on fucking podcast. Oh, <laughs> I I Marco goes, what should I hit here? Part three, 180. I go four iron. <laughs> All right, second shot. 
80. What do I hit here? Four iron. <laughs> Put it on the green. He hit the fucking bunker. Slid out of the bunker. He's on the green. He's like, what a shot. <laughs> Oh, that's that funny, fun. dude. That was some fun shit. That's funny. You did some golfing this week with the uh, 40, oh, 50 the fucking degree weather. weather. January, man. When, when, do you get to get a, when do you get a chance to golf in Michigan in January, man? Yeah. Fucking so about rare. 52 degrees. I was, you know, got done shooting some hoops with my son at Lifetime. I'm uh-huh. like, you want to go golfing? <laughs> Fuck, we went up there. It was jam-packed, man. Wow. The tee box was lined up. People in line. It was great. It was all a little mushy and sloppy out there, but... uh Got to see the ball fly. I mean, the pond was full of some of the ponds were full of ice. We were skipping <laughs> shitty balls across the uh, ice. See how if we can get it across while we <laughs> waited. Great. But uh, it was great, man. I love I love golf with my son. It's fun. Can't wait. It was great. Speaking of jam packed, so the Lions every game next year is still going to be sold out. Of course, fucking sold out. I went to the Minnesota Vikings game. <laughs> of course, oh why God. wouldn't it be? I got seventy five dollars seats, sixth row, ten yard line, five yard line. Yeah, I'm like, these are fucking fantastic seats. Like, we're going in there. Couldn't it was fucking took forever to get in. Oh yeah. I'm like jam packed, man. Yeah. yeah Maybe course. not sold out, but the whole lower bowl was sold out. Yeah. No, well, it was more than that. It was probably it was more out. than that, but it was close to sold out. Yeah, sold out. Yeah. Whatever. A lot, a lot what of you visitors. Corporately sold out. Yeah. Six six and ten season. Uh, you know, I give first year head coaches a, a somewhat of a pass, even though I think I mean Matt you got to give them more than ar- one year. I think he's arrogant as fuck. I I don't have a problem with. Here's the thing, I don't have a problem with you thinking you're the smartest person in the room or even acting like it as long as you have something to show for it. Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia walk into the room and act like they are the smartest people in the room. And they very well may be, but you have nothing to show for it. Not here. So you they, can't, they do. They've won before. You have nothing to show Not for here. it here yeah, as a Detroit Lion. You walk course, in wearing a fucking Lions hat and Lions logo that's on your shirt but he's trying you to change that that's back the, that that's shit the, up he's trying to change it that's what it's, Listen, gonna, I'm, it's not gonna do I'm, in one I'm, year I'm being, yeah i'm being I'm, patient with him well what? But i will not be patient with next pencil year in your fucking year <laughs> that's his that's his okay I, I, that's stupid that you have a trademark oh well whatever okay you're a fucking nfl coach you're I not a fucking wwe wrestler <laughs> i wish his trademark, okay, was trademark. Winning. you're not a trademark let's talk oh, about oh, trademark Bel- hold on belichick's trademark what is it Winning. The hoodie? No, yeah, no hoodie. he don't wear it every oh, fucking week. It's well, winning. It's That's a straight bar. He wears it when it's course, fucking buddy. cold outside, and he doesn't want to wear a coat. With no, it. He wears the undershirt that slops. It's no. a hoodie. Listen, B- Bill Pat Bell? Patricia fucking trademark. Pat Patricia? <laughs> Pat Patricia. <laughs> is, that man, is that Matt's brother? I'm going to call him Pat. <laughs> fucking Pat Patricia. <laughs> Listen, the pencil in the fucking ear when you have a laminated sheet is not a trademark to me, Dota. Okay. It's, no, it's not. And Pat I, I've called him fucking up Patricia. <laughs> Listen to me. Pat Patricia. Pat, that's what I probably tried to say. <laughs> Shaved his beard. Pat Patricia. Listen, I'm I'm being patient with him. I'm going to give him a whole another year. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll give him if another year. If he gets eight, I'll be patient one more. If he gets eight wins, no, I'll be they got to be playoffs next he year. Might oh, get, he off. might get 12 wins next no, listen, year. Listen, the trademark thing's got to go. I'm sorry. It doesn't make any sense. It's if there was a fucking piece of paper that and you didn't use it, I get it. It's just that I'll have it. But you can't, you can never use it. All right? They have t-shirts. You're already a mess. They, they have you already t-shirts. gained 50 would, fucking pounds. Not he going gained 50 no. pounds since he got here. It's Coney, Coney Islands, man. Motherfucker, bro. He's not eating fish from the sea. Get your shit together. First year, you got to just let, you got to be on point with that. That look. That look tells you you're sloppy. Your you, your operation, your inner circle inside of you is a fucking mess. You're fucking going to make the team a mess. No. With your shit, be a leader. Fucking get up well, there and do the yeah, right thing. I mean, no, I, mean I got a pencil on my I'm serious. I'm serious here. All right? <laughs> Sit up and don't fucking scr- slunch over. I got a pencil in my fucking ear, and I have a laminate. Sit up and be serious. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I'm good. That's, that's I'm the, good. That's the arrogance that I'm. I'm I don't like about. that bullshit. All right, set a tone. Set the fucking right example. Well, it, and, and the other part of it for me, but is... I'm giving him another year. <laughs> After all that, Pat, year. <laughs> Pat. Pat Patricia. <laughs> uh, 
Pat Patricia probably won more NFL hey, games Hey, when you this fuck year. up on this show, own it and just go with it, all right? <laughs> that That's fantastic. it. You go, go with it. You just ride it out. That's all right. All right, a lot to be seen, a lot, lot to be talked about in the, in the coming years. Let's talk about the one thing this year that has been talked about in the sports world probably more than anything six days into 2019, and that's LeBron James and his self-proclamation. Oh, man. The goat of all times? Oh, man. Goat of all you times. Know, it doesn't I, even make sense. No, it doesn't. But I'm going to play the clip because I have it. If you haven't oh, seen yeah. it, let, Bring let's, it, play it. let's dissect it. Step let's that dissect shit that. up We're for 2019. Up. We are stepping it up. Hey, I'm going to be Pat Patricia over here. Do it, Pat. Right, maybe, he, maybe he'll call in. Take a listen. That one so right good. there made me the greatest player of all time. For That's what I felt. Oh, shit. I was super, super ecstatic to win one for Cleveland because of the 52-year drought. Like, I was ecstatic. Like, obviously, I showed that, that the first wave of emotion was when y'all, everyone saw me crying. Like, that was all for 52 years. Everything in sports was going on in Cleveland. And then after I stopped, I was like, that one right there made you the greatest player of all time. You know, everybody was just talking how they were the greatest team of all time. Like, it was the greatest team ever assembled. And for us to come back, you know, the way we came back in that fashion, I was like, you did, you did something special. That's like one of the only times in my career I felt like, oh, shit, like you did something special. I haven't had really had time to really, like, sit back and think, but that... That was, that was a moment. Crazy. That was a moment. <laughs> That's fucked. That up. was a moment. <laughs> Makes me hate Listen, it more. I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I always say I, I've said on a show many times. I like to appreciate people for their performances and what they do on the field and the and on the stage and movies. But I don't like to follow them off the court. But man, when you're doing shit like this, to say that you're the goat, let I mean I, that that's this is beyond eras. This is beyond. Uh, Millennials and whatever you want to call Zillennials or whatever the hell the word is, and and us and uh, anybody, okay, any era. To be the goat, somebody else has to say that you're the goat, that you're the greatest of all time. One, it just has to go that way, because everybody feels right now that they're the goat in every sport that they play, okay. They just do. You don't think Kevin Durant feels like he's the greatest of all time because he's unstoppable? You don't think that like. Somebody else, to, that's part of being a GOAT of anything. Yeah. It's more people talking about you, not you talking about yourself. You just, you just can't, man. And it's not, it's, it's beyond being humble. It's just, it's just, he doesn't, he's not aware of that, man. That, you know, of all people, it just surprises me, of all people, and I'm a big LeBron James basketball fan, but of all people who's so aware, self aware of what's going on around him and his businesses, and his game, and his team, and his coaching, and he talks about that all the time. But to have no self-awareness about the GOAT issue is, is beyond me. It just doesn't make any sense. Number two, this is not an individual sport. Right. That's, okay? Yeah. So for me, of all sports of all time, okay, I know he's talking about basketball, but it's not an individual sport. Like, there's so many other di- dynamics. There's so many other things that you bring into it to be the GOAT and that, that are not basketball issue. Like, to me, LeBron James, shoes, once he's done playing basketball, are going to be non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> that alone knocks a notch off of you to Michael. That alone. Because yeah. no one's buying those shoes like they did Michael's while he played, and no one will buy his shoes after he's gone. He's that type of person that's like current. Yeah. He's a current superstar. His stats are going to be beyond 
everybody's, okay, because his longevity and the way he plays. He's going to pass everybody. But there's just so much more that goes to, you know, just the fact that Michael is business smart makes him a bigger GOAT. Right. It stays well, out of politics, he right? Just, he stays just, out of yeah. politics he knew and, sells, and resells his shoes. Like, right. Version 17 of Holy the same shit. shoe is still Holy selling shit. for $200. Holy shit. Like, have some awareness, bro. Well, and that's the thing. I, like, you just, like, we're, we're, you surround yourself with people in a room that are yes men, and you've helped create their careers, and you watch yourself, and then record it and talk about it. That's, that's just that, that's beyond me. That's the hard part. Now, quick thing about, you know, Michael the businessman. I, I know Michael's a billionaire, so... He's obviously got the edge there. That's not to say LeBron's not a smart businessman because he's got a, no, a million things going on. He's got that part of it. Right. Maybe by the end of well, you know, I lo- his I love that days. about him. Yeah, and that's great. The the <laughs> LeBron James, everything he does and says is so calculated. Yeah, and and he knows. By, that. Yeah, yeah, and he knows that you know he knows what stat he's gonna pass in oh, the yeah. game he's about oh, to yeah. play. So he's already thought about what he's gonna say when that you know it doesn't sound. Uh, natural. It doesn't sound off the cuff. It never sounds authentic right. when you when you talk to him after right. the game and he does it. Right. And I think that that's that's the more troubling part to me is when everything else is so calculated. Like this is not where this is not the moment where they're interviewing him after right. the game where right. where he did all these great things and he brought the first championship to right. Cleveland in fifty plus years and all that all that stuff that he said that made him think that is total bullshit. Yeah. Because this is two years later. Right. This is way after the way after the high of those emotions. Right. And then on top of it, like you said, it's a team sport. So you know, like you're discrediting what oh, the other guys totally. have done. You've got the two other all stars, totally. You know, and, and that's, Kyrie, a, that's a whole other topic. And, and, and Kyrie, who makes the big shot, that's a whole other topic that seals the deal. And, and Kevin Love, who plays the defense on Steph Curry at the end, like and, yeah. there's so much more yeah. to that to right. to take that away from the not like forget about how he's disrespecting the greats before him, right? And the ones who come after right. him, like Michael said, yeah, right. Forget about that 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 clip. But the guys that you're talking about. Like on your own team, like they've yeah. just got to be rolling their eyes and be like, "Give me a fucking break." That's crazy. The it's coaching, just, that's just uh, like awareness. Everything. That's why I'm so like, just yeah, like, it's, it's like it's almost to the point where he just maybe he's aware of it. And he's like, "Fuck him." I think part of this has to you do know? with with the growing discussion. And that's the difference. That's why everybody does dislikes him because of that 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 attitude right there, where you don't show any praise for them. Like that's, you know, that's you just tough, you one dude. one time. Sometimes you say, "Sit down, sit down, sit down. Don't get up." Your team's going to get you up when someone falls on a court. You get that clip, right? How about the clip that no one talks about? How about the latest clip that no one – just this is all calculated shit that he does that bothers me is the one where he's talking to his second son on the basketball court in the sideline, and he yeah. says, don't, don't be down on yourself. He's mic'd up for that. Right. The guy's camera is across the court, man. Yep. Yep. And they got him on that YouTube clip or whatever the clip, the Instagram mm-hmm. clip, where he's hyping up his son about the play that he made to the assist and the the, set, the you know all this play and not to be done. How the hell did they get the sound on that? Yeah, that's that's how they got. No it. one talks about that. Mike that's Dunn. a calculated move. Man. All of them. All of them. Like and, he he was going into that game saying, oh, "I'm going to do this later in the game." To like, you know, I believe that he thinks that way. So oh I, for sure he does. I, that's what I love about 100%. him. But damn, he just got him. He's got to make it. Put it on the IG. He's got to put it on the everything. Everything's got to be calculated there, and then it just gives it a, a false sense of like, just whatever. Just 
it's just not it's not real. It's I not just real. Think, I just takes think out the realness of it. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely, one hundred percent. And that's and there's never any whoever of that. made that clip that Jordan one the the bite from Jordan and then him saying that oh I'm and, great and then putting Jordan yeah. on the mic. oh that yeah the was, difference just forget about what's said. Look at the emotions that are shown on that clip. That's absolutely. one of the best fucking. To the yeah, that was pieces. the interview. That was the interview with Michael Wilbon on the, after in, the third championship was, when he said, "I got this over Larry and, and uh, Magic because they didn't have oh, this." Yeah, yeah, dude, just the honesty that came out of Michael at that moment, that clip, and that one when he hit the shot over Elo, that 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 clip that comes out. Oh yeah, like two years the double ago. Double pump. Yeah, yeah. When he when the camera's angles on him and he's talking about Bill Cartwright after yeah. he just hit a shot over Cleveland right. over Craig Elo. Yeah, like that's just what makes you a goat. That's what makes you a goat, man. Well, and that's what makes you this. a goat. I've always said this about LeBron. It's always been the I, me, yeah. my guys, my team. You know, it's always been that. I it's always never overlooked been... it because it wasn't like really. Well, and that's the thing. It Listen, was, it was just I. I was just. I'm always just like whatever. I think. You know? I think in the past two years, now it's getting disrespectful to the other guys. Well, and that's and I, that's where I have the bigger problem with it because you know to to have. You know, you know, Frank has said this to us. Part part of being the goat is the fact that you don't ever have to say it. Right. You don't ever have to proclaim right. yourself the yeah. guy. Yeah. And that's the the idea of the guys who came before him and who made the game possible. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, you know, Jordan had this gap. I feel like when when Jordan left the game, I feel like there was a gap of the next greatest player. Like Kobe took him a little while to get to that point. And then LeBron comes along, but there have been guys after LeBron, like his window was much shorter, much because of the way the game has changed and fitness and and being prepared for yeah. the game, bigger, faster, stronger. Oh, I'll tell you what changed the game. It's social media. It's IG. Well, there's that. It's Instagram. Of course. It's, it's changed the game. He's documenting what he does, how he does it pregame, what he wears, the fashion, the, the what I'm doing with my kids. I'm showing you how great a dad I am. I'm showing you the kind of wine. You don't walk into a fucking place kids watch you dude you don't walk in drinking wine okay you're a role model i don't care what the fuck you say oh you want to act like a role model you want to sell shoes you want to sell all this stuff you want people you don't you don't say the n-word on hbo i don't care if it's it's hbo and you don't walk into a facility on your day off drinking wine you don't do it i don't (laughs) care what kind of pr people do you have in your company that can't tell you you shouldn't do that if i hire you to tell me what to what the right things to do and say if i hire you for my brand Right? He's all yeah. about the brand. Mm-hmm. I hire a PR department, right? PR, public yeah, relations. For sure. They tell me what's the best thing for my brand. Those aren't the best things for your brand, bro. No, they can't be. Okay? I don't, I don't care if be. you drink $500 bottles of wine every night. I like wine, too. I don't drink $500 bottles, but I like wine. I don't walk into the, to the gym drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> it's... I just can't get over. I just can't get over this idea of the calculation behind it because yeah. my whole thing is, like, you've recorded this, you've prepared what you're going to say. You know what you're going to say because you you have the guy in front of you who, who you know what questions right. he's asking. This is not a live interview. All right. of this, you you like LeBron James probably demanded. What are the questions we're going to ask? Or these are the questions I'm going to answer. Yeah. All right. I don't know that for a fact, yeah. but that's what I'm assuming for a guy most calculated superstar yeah. in the history of, yeah. of of sports. Yeah. So you've well, you've only- seen have you seen you- him when when he gets questioned by by the media off the off the you know just off the rail like a question that, that he's not calculating he gets offensive defensive no for sure one hundred percent he's like what 
I'm the greatest. Or like it's just all of a sudden it's like you're not you're, you're the guy that's going to ask me that. I'm going to fucking tell you this then. Yeah. And it, that that part of it to me is so you went in with a plan prepared you recorded it. You've watched it a million yeah. times. And nobody in your inner circle. Nobody. Nobody in your inner circle could come to you and say, I don't know about that, LeBron. Yeah. I don't know if we can go there yet. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. maybe, maybe somewhere down the line right. we release this. Maybe right. after you retire. Maybe after you win another championship. Because I think in the last two years, LeBron has won over a lot more fans than people care what, to admit. What's, what's happening to him, I feel like, because it's happening the way I feel about him, is it's going to affect him. After he's done playing, all this shit he's doing after he's done playing, because like I said, I don't think he's gonna have that impact socially, like he thinks he does when he's done playing, like Michael did, because Michael's one of one to do that. Right. There's no other guy in sports that's ever had an impact. I mean, that I can think of right now, after playing, as long as Michael's had. Oh no, definitely not. Okay, and that's relative to his shoes and his brand of Jordan For brand. Sure. Okay, Jordan brand got him to become a billionaire. All right, a billion. We're talking about billions, not not three hundred million, right. but enough to buy a, a team and have all this shit. Like that's that's the Jordan brand, all right. The shoes, the clothes, all that shit got them to that point. Then he made great business decisions, right? Because he probably has a great business team, great agents that he listens to. Oh yeah, you see what I'm getting yeah, at? For sure, 100%. he has a, but PR people have said best thing to do. And and then also we talked about this one time on the thread. He comes from a blue collar family, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is no offense to people who wasn't raised with a blue collar or, or with a father. He didn't have a father. I'm not giving him an excuse because he acts like it's a big deal. It is. It is a big deal the other way. You didn't have no influence there. For sure. Okay. My dad. My my dad died when I was 17, and I could feel that I didn't have some influence there between 17 and 30, where they'll say, "Yeah, I don't it's like that." It's a big that. gap. Those are some of the most. Okay. You can years. have a father, which is fine, but then have a father who worked hard and busted his ass for his family to tell you, like, don't do that. Right. How about not? How about no on that decision? How about don't say that? Or how how often are you saying that to your kid now? And you got a three year old kid, and, and you and and I'm saying that to my son all the time. Ah, that's not the right thing to do. Let me explain why. Okay, let yeah. me explain why. Yeah, like those things change you as you, while you're growing up. He didn't have that, right? He had his mom. His mom wasn't even there. His mom wasn't there either. I don't want to insult his mom right now from the shit I heard that she did. But he was raised by his grandmother till later. Then his mom came back in his life. Right. That's just a hard bringing. He talks about that. No father in my life. But Michael had that blue-collar dad. Then he had his brother. He used to beat down on him and play basketball. So Michael knows, you know, he knows what's right. say, what's not. He, he's, he learned. He learned. Yeah, and I, it, there, there's so much to that. Like you said, there, that's a long gap. Those are impressionable years to not have that. It doesn't even, I mean, father figure doesn't necessarily even have to be your dad. Right. It's got to be somebody right. who steps up to the plate. Good point. Wh- whether it was, you know, maybe it could have been his mom if she was in his life. Do you think his sounds inner, like she do you wasn't. think his inner circle would question him? Like, that's well, no, the point. that's no, what we're trying no, to say. Yeah. They yeah. just throw rose petals at no, his feet. Like, like, say, that's the point we're saying. Is like he, no one says, "Whoa." Right. To me, this say that. We should we shouldn't put. But like, what's his name? Damon is it? Damon Jones, not Damon Jones. Uh, who played for Duke? Who come, goes on Colin all the time? W- Williams. No, no Jones. Oh yeah, Duke. Anyways, he he works for ESPN or Fox, and and he and he's like a, a analyst. You know, whatever he comes on there and he talks about, it and he's like, um, he said. That he was having a conversation with his friends, so with a camera. I said, "Yeah, it's taped." <laughs> with the show, and, and Colin was just listening. I'm like, "What the? F- I wanted to. If I could oh, be on it, that was fucking it Dante Jones, Dante Jones, uh, yeah, not Damon Jones, Dante Jones. I, I wanted to. If I could be on that show right there and be like, this is a produced show. Yeah, that's that's a bullshit. By bullshit. him to watch himself, and no one shows the clip. And when they, I saw the clip. I, I don't know if it was on Instagram or on some sports show where he watches himself as a kid when right. they ask him." 
you know, Kobe Bryant, would you you want to play like Kobe Bryant? You want to be like Kobe Bryant when you get in the NBA? And he goes, I want to be like LeBron James. And he goes, tell him, young buck. Tell him, young buck. <laughs> He's talking to himself like the ego, the the, the sociopathic, yeah. egotistical things that are coming out of his mind. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. You're starting to see it in L.A., by the way, more oh, than you are of anywhere else. Yes. Are you? And, that, and that's where. You notice that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. I told Marco that uh, in a conversation at work one day. I go, you starting to see, I don't, I, I don't like the LeBron L.A. The no, L.A. LeBron. No, he's like amped it up to be Hollywood. Uh, yeah. He's completely. I don't amped like it the, up. The, the the body language with this whole this whole. I'm the old man. You're the young guy. Right. Right. I don't like that at like all. Like he sits down on the bench with Zvi, and he, he shakes his hand like it's the first time they met. <laughs> I know. Do you see that? Amazing. He's like, and then they, they fucking put the the, the the lines on there like, "Hey, nice to meet you." <laughs> Yeah, the caption was like, Steve meets LeBron. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh my God, dude. (laughs) To me, this interview just put Kobe ahead of him. I mean, you said the stats are going to kill everybody. I'm glad you brought that up. The stats are going to be hard to to dismiss. Shout out to Donnie because he's always had Kobe over LeBron. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like. For me, Kobe and the Shaq thing really hurts Kobe. But he won without Shaq, too. I, I mean, know. it's hard. I love yeah. Kobe too, bro. Come on, well, I can't think, just say Shaq because he won without him. Dismiss think, Kobe. People dismiss Kobe quick. I, I can't. They do, and and that's been LeBron's biggest victim has been Kobe Bryant in all of this because people got so caught up, and you know it doesn't help the way Kobe ended his career with the, the, the injuries and and all that. But yeah, hey, like it's just Shaq, he's a phenomenal player, man. It's fucking Shaq, I know. dude. Shaq but was the one with Prime. What, what, what's his name? Uh, Bryant too. Bryant. Uh, Bryant. What's his name? The, uh, big guy, I don't even know his name, man. Who you're talking about? Lakers when he had um, the, he got hurt. The big guy in the center, Paul Gasol. No, the center though, Andrew Andrew, Andrew Bynum. 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 Oh Bynum, you're gonna fucking bring up Andrew Bynum? I'm saying right he now? won I'm with saying him. He won with him. He Bynum, won with Bynum. him. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you said Shaq. He won with <laughs> Andrew Bynum too. Shaq, Andrew Bynum, uh, Paul Gasol. Shaq, Paul Gasol. Gasol. That's my point. <laughs> Gasol is what you're talking about. No, no, I'm not talking about Paul. I'm saying no, that's different. Yeah, I wouldn't hold. Like, I wouldn't hold. I'm not holding Paul Gasol for against Kobe. Right, okay, no, that's Paul Gasol. Yeah, what about Shaq? He averaged like thirty six and oh, yeah. eighteen in one, that series. One of the best. Like you got a guy averaging thirty something and twenty eight. Like, go- that, that hurts you. John C. Billups beat him. <laughs> that hurts you in the in the debate <laughs> right. of 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 the goat. I'm sorry, Google. it just does. That's not, <laughs> that's not Dwayne Wade when LeBron goes to Miami. That's not Dwayne Wade. I'm sorry. Google. Right. That's Shaquille O'Neal. Google. In his prime. Sorry. Go, go Google Shaq's finals. It's numbers. sick. They're, they're, they're it's sick. He's a monster. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's what Kobe got to play with. But that's oh, a, and he won without him, is my point. Well, he still had Paul Gasol. No, I get, oh. that's what gives him the credit on those right, wins. Right, right, Otherwise, then you fucking, you're out. I, I, have, said, I have said, like, I, I have said for a long time that Kobe's been LeBron's biggest victim. And I felt like with what Kobe's, I mean, LeBron's entire body of work, to me, made him the second best player of all time. But this... Interview and the arrogance and oh, the, the cockiness. It's hard, it's like, hard to I'm like him, dude. Oh, man, I'm like, and I've said now that. I'm trying, I, man. I don't you like, know me. I don't like LeBron, the non-ball player. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I've never did. Listen, the the, the the rape aside, I mean, Kobe has <laughs> been was, a so tremendous. Man. Man. I, I forgot about man. that. I forgot about well, why that. Why do you dude? bring that up? Like, I'm just fucking wanted it. I'm just, hey, man, I don't want to know people's personal. No, but and and that's the thing though. But you know, Kobe. Kobe had Michael Jackson. I don't want to know about it. I want to talk about it. Exactly. All right, I'm sorry. R. Kelly? Oh, my God. All right, let's talk about R. Kelly in a minute after this. I I love, I love my mind's telling me no, (laughs) but my body, my body. Everybody's ears right now are telling them no. That one's going to be loud. Everybody's Uh, singing along. 
Uh, I can't even. I can't even edit that to make it more appealing to the ears. Not My body's <laughs> telling me yeah. Yeah, or no. So, I forgot. Whatever. Body's telling them yes. Kobe yeah, won with Shaq, but then LeBron <laughs> with with LeBron lost with Dwayne Wade and Boston Nowinski and a bunch well, of wheelchairs. Nowinski. Nowinski. Monica Lewinsky. Nowinski. I said, not Lewinsky. Nowitzki. 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 There's no end. Nowinski. No, Nowinski. That's uh, Matt, Fat Patricia no, and the Lion. That's Monica Lewinsky's uncle. No, no, Ryan Nowinski. I didn't say La. <laughs> Nowitzki. Nowitzki, Steve. I, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Nowitzki. No. Oh, my God. Where's the Pat Patricia, dude? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> if Pat Patricia and Monica Nowinski got together. Oh, that's a hell of a party. Oh, that's a hell of a party. Oh, my God. I'm um, literally crying I, right now. My eyes I, are fucking I, tears. I think that's, <laughs> I think, uh, I think See, that's one of the... Hold <laughs> on. Stevie comes back and goes, I said Nowinski. Nowitzki. <laughs> no, I said no, nah, because you said la. You said la, and I said no. Nah. No, I said Monica Lowinski. You know who she is? Yes, I know who she yeah. is, but I didn't say la. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> my mind's telling me no, but my body. <laughs> I just think, wow, my ears. Oh, hearing shit, aids. that was fantastic. Woo. Um, oh, I needed that laugh. You're talking about Kobe and and LeBron and what LeBron did with again Nowinski. I I think that's the point. And a couple of the guys brought it up. I think know, people uh, hold that against him too much, though. That's a, a well, I th- but, but I think to but I think Monica that's Nowinski. But that's the separation, right? I think that's the argument that people are making. Like to me, it's Jordan, outside of the of sport. But I think you know. I think that's part of the argument that people are making that Jordan with that team probably goes four for four in the finals, not two for four. Listen, the other thing I think no that's, talks about that's the separation. is Michael. If Michael had to beat after he beat Larry Bird and and Magic, it was just easy sailing for him. He was coasting. I feel like he not coasting. I don't want to say that, but I really don't. I really think there was more in the tank in those in those years in the in the nineties, not the Wizards years. But I really think he wouldn't have took those years off. Whatever people want to say that he had to, whatever, from the gambling and all that. I really think he would have fought harder if he had records to break, if he had goal, more oh, yeah. goals, set the goals high. The guy was partying, dude, and playing golf every day. Like, he didn't, like, compared to what LeBron, LeBron had sets goals, he goes after them, man. Like, but it's, Michael it's, just didn't it's, seem like he was after this but, 80s, after, after the 90s, the first three. I just really feel like he didn't really he didn't need to is what I'm trying to say. Doesn't that make him that much? He was he was already the goat at, after the third one. But doesn't that make him that much yeah, more the goat that right. he could go play 27 holes right. of golf and then go play a final Absolutely. game and go off for 40? LeBron dude could do the same thing if he wanted to. I'm dude. just saying like, but there was no emphasis on the body and 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 no, physique and healthy eating. I mean, the guy was smoking cigars. No, I Before, know. You know. No, absolutely. I love that he's about him. That's why he's. A... That's why he's the goat. And and, and I think that, that <laughs> like like LeBron made it like. That's for, why he's the goat because he was doing that and still listen, coming out laughing. All at this people. comes down to is LeBron made it interesting for a hot second, for a hot second. Yeah. He was in the conversation, yeah. and then he fucking tore it. You know, down. man. Listen, he shit I, the bed. I, I was watching on NBA TV. I was watching uh, the Pistons game. LeBron against the Pistons. Oh five was it? Yeah. Four. Oh five. Yeah. So that it was a playoff game, and he was so young. And when his, he went crazy his, in overtime, yeah, and his body language and his just his, his determination and what he was building—that's when you just fell in love with what LeBron was doing when he was young. You know what I mean? Yeah. You saw this look in his eye where he was like, "I'm here to, I'm here, I'm arrived, I've arrived, I'm gonna kill it." Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, like he was just finding out who he is. 
and it was just so great to watch what he was doing. You never seen people fly through the air like so strong. Oh, he was get incredible. To the lane. He was and, absolutely. And like now, it's just like he's joking. He's out there wiping his shoes, put you know, stepping back on threes, and like it's just it's just stupid. It's just different, man. I just it's think a different LeBron. I just think anytime people have to go in and, and add qualifiers to yeah. make the case for the yeah. new guy, yeah. then you've already lost. Yeah. You've already lost the yeah. argument. Yeah, and it's I agree. it's you know I think I think the conversation on. Jordan versus LeBron is going to die down for a little bit until uh, we see uh, what happens in, in the rest of this season and the, the playoffs and and all that. He'd have to win. He'd have to win in the next five years for me. He'd have to, you know, first of all, he'd have to accomplish getting all those stats up. There. He's going to get them. Okay. Yeah, he's going to get them. Those those all time stats, and then he's got to win at least two more times for me to be start thinking about it. That's always been my. That's all. I've always said that he's got to win at least two more. Times. I don't care who he puts on his team. He's got to win them. I don't care if he puts AD on there, uh, whatever. If he wins two more and he's got five and he's got all the top, the top rebounding assists and points. I mean, come on. Do you think comments like that came out in this? In that's this when you guys are like not thinking about the comments. Be like, dude, fucking guy. But he's forty. Me, he's thirty-seven years old. He just won another championship. Let me ask you this. Shit like that. But let me I mean? ask you this. Do do comments like that with. Would that deter other players from wanting to play with him? Yeah, at this age, at his age, yes. So at his age, yes. So the likelihood of a of an AD going because to the, like Lakers, the dynamic and, of of a young guy going there, we'll talk about AD going there, but of a younger like up and coming star going to play with him, that dynamic is just like temporary now. Right. Oh, it's yeah. not like we're gonna yeah, build sure. something together. And I like Kyrie was doing. You know right. what I mean, Kyrie was ahead of the curve on that. He he didn't, just didn't want to play with that. His right. ego is bigger than just as big as his. He thought he thinks right. Yep. He just didn't want to play in that shadow, and he proved yep. it. He proved he could do it while he was on that team. But you got to understand when two players are playing like that, they both release pressure off themselves for sure. They're both helping without even helping each other, like the double teams and the focus and the, like the, that's why I say Steph Curry's always in top three and not AD because the focus on him, even him not scoring makes it easier for everybody else. That's what my point is about players like that. But but it's just now at this point in his career, and he's not helping himself with the attitude. When you're looking at players on the court and you're yelling at players and you're not getting back on D and you're not showing an example at 33, it, it, like all that work that you put into your body is supposed to make you play just as hard at yeah. 33, right? Yeah. Not conserve yourself like you're 33. Yeah, that's – What's I, the point then? Right. Right? What's the point of all the, that that two million dollars on your body if you can't do it at thirty three? What's the point? Well, I just think that's what you get from the younger guys too. They're gonna say, "Well, like that well if he's not doing yeah. it. Why do I got to do it? Why right. can't I conserve myself?" Right. So, and then, then you don't want to have someone saying to you, "This is where their self awareness is." Is that you don't want to have someone saying, "Say, oh, it's LeBron. It's LeBron. He could do whatever he wants." No, man, no. that wasn't Michael. No. Right. That wasn't Michael. Michael was like, "Tip off. We playing." Yep. We balling. I think. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm not so practicing many, today. So many. Like LeBron doesn't like practice. Therapy. LeBron doesn't practice. Like. Michael was like, "We're playing. We're balling out. Yeah. It's a practice." That was the other thing. Kobe's got one of the, the, the Kobe reputation. too. I, that's why I put Kobe. I the, might put Kobe ahead of Michael on that one. The reputation uh, is the the, the, the the so bad that people probably hated I, him. For I actually that. heard this on, on Colin. He said Kobe Bryant, probably the best practice player in the history of the sport. That's what I heard people too. talked about the way he practiced. Like you absolutely hated fucking playing with him. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to fucking play with because yeah. he he played just as hard, if not that. harder than I the game. I love that. I love that. It just—it's incredible. I love man. that attitude. I got to put him ahead of Michael on that. On the work ethic. On the work ethic. Yeah, probably. I do. The guy was just crazy from the stories I heard and read about and just like little things. 
and the way he talks about it, like that that that's where people disrespect Kobe. I love that work ethic, man, because that's what you try to teach, teach your kids, and that's what you try to do. Steve, are we boring you? <laughs> no, you're good. Steve's yawning no, over Steve, here. Steve's here. <laughs> fucking A. Steve was watching football Steve fucking Nowinski cheering for touchdowns while we're in a deep conversation. <laughs> yeah, because psychology. fucking Chicago missed the field goal to win it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> fucking crazy. When the Bears lose, the Lions win. It's a psychology uh, show. It's a psychology is, show. Is your dude. mind still telling you no? But my body... <laughs> Isn't my, that crazy about him, dude? Okay, Did you so guys watch that? My favorite part is this. I, I have to tell I, the fans who haven't listened about that. It, hold on, because it's it's on my queue. I have not watched it yet. Oh, you have I, I have read about it. My favorite part about it, though, is uh, R. Kelly says he didn't watch it, but he says whatever you watch is a lie. Oh, yeah. This, well, <laughs> I watched you, it. I watched two of the three. I'm going to watch the third one okay. tonight. Um, there's disclaimers on there every commercial. It, oh, and I, I don't understand that. how they're even producing. They're putting this out there. Obviously, the lawyers are probably... T- all into this, but right. how he's let, letting this without a lawsuit, if there is one, I don't know. There's a disclaimer that says, R. Kelly denies all claims, blah, oh, blah, Oh, yeah, blah. that's their okay. way of getting I mean, they get, must have yeah. put it on there 10 times oh, for they the hour. Oh, they 100%. But this guy was a predator, dude. Listen, I don't know, you know, Dota, you're eight years younger than me. I don't know if you pay attention, but there was always rumors when the whole Aaliyah thing came out back in the day. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew Aaliyah was young, and then they got married. But they made it look like she was 18. Everybody was kind of like, ah... Uh, but no one really kind of pushed it, you know. And then he got in trouble later in the years for the the videos that came out where he was peeing on a young girl. Dude, these vid, this show talks about dancers and people he had. He, dude, he was a predator. Yeah, like, like he used to go to high schools well, and just that's... park out in front of high schools and pick up girls. Wow. He would go to malls. The one of the one of the uh, security guards. You guys got to watch it, but just to talk a little bit about it, he he would go. To, um, first thing they do when they go out on, on the road is go to the mall. And he would tell his bodyguards, go get some girls. So he would get these girls, and they're all aspiring singers, and they would bring them to the studio. Oh, sure. And they would get them on the piano. And they're like, they're like, first of all, he was a musical genius, okay? He couldn't read or write. He would talk to these girls, and they would sing, and he would say, you're going to be great. I'm going to make you a star. Take advantage of them. Boom. Yeah, see you later. In his studio in Chicago, he had Man. bedrooms set up. He had bedrooms set up, and he had these girls. They weren't held there, you know, you know forcefully. Right. They could leave when they want, but he would have these like young girls. 15, we're talking about fifteen, man, sixteen, fourteen, twelve. There was one that was twelve, wow. and he would have them in the room, and they were they had to ask him to come out, and he would let them out. Like we want to get something to eat. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you couldn't talk to other people. You couldn't talk to the other musicians. <laughs> what a sicko! You man. couldn't talk to the other musicians in a band what on the road. Sicko. Like you, if you were on a road, you couldn't have communication. Like he owned you, and there was just just so many like gross stories that are like. Like one girl catches him and Aaliyah when she was fifteen having sex in, the, in the, one of the uh, trailers on on a video shoot. Um, then they get married, and then you can just see it. It's just wrong. But I don't know how this wasn't just. I don't know. Maybe it was the era. Maybe he was like at a peak. Well, uh, he was probably so protected. Right? He used to hang out I mean, at McDonald's. Yeah, my God. You know the the like he was hanging out at McDonald's. They said the interesting thing. Th- there's an interview from years ago, and this is all I never did, ever needed to see about R. Kelly was <laughs> they're asking him. I forget who the what network it aired on, but they flat out ask him, Do, "Are you are you attracted to teenage girls?" And he asks, "Well, what age are you talking about?" Like, how do you need a clarification yeah, yeah. on teenage girls? Right. Like, nineteen <laughs> is okay for him because they're legal. That's what but he's trying to get to. You know what you're getting to, right? And when you hear that answer from him, 
You Fuck answer up. the question with a question. That's all I ever needed to know about yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah. And I look. I Dude, mean, the, the guy was a musical there. genius, and 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 we've talked about being able to separate. They're all fucked up. And that's man. the thing, man. We've These talked musical about geniuses think different. They act different. They got different kind of things going on. I think sometimes there there's something about that because I think you have to be wired a certain way to to. When I say musical exp- genius, I don't look at. Uh, you may think I'm thinking like he's he's a great person. No, no. This no, is the goes to the no, same no. thing as like LeBron James is a, a a basketball genius, right? I could say. No, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent on this that. This is the same thing. I'm saying. I He's a music. He makes music. They say like right off of, of his hand, he could write a song and say, "Sing it this way, sing it this way," and then it's a hit. You right. know what I mean? No, and I, and I think, but that's my thing. But, like, is it I doesn't think, mean you're a great person. I think and that's what that's what society does, right? Right. I, I think they, it becomes, they camouflage the bad and they say like, and that, that all they had all these psychologists on there and they say they hide from it by like talking about it. So they say the song, age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah. That's Aaliyah's song. Mm-hmm. That's about them. He wrote the song. Wow. Age ain't nothing but a number. It's about a girl. If you read the, hear the song, I don't know the lyrics off the top of my head, but it talks about like hooking up with a, with me. Like it actually says the words like something like getting down or something like that. And then uh, yeah, what's the other one? Uh, everything is sexual. Everything was sexual with him. Like, you know, even that song we just yeah, laughed about, I mean, you know, all of them. Bump and grind. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah right. It makes that look like a like like you can sing it in church. When they talk about like the Michael Jordan song, like how like a genius he was, like uh, how he like I believe I can fly. Right. Like they're like Michael sent him all these videos of him, like you know when they were doing the video, and he would go play basketball. With Michael because they're from Chicago both, and uh, they're they're playing, and then he was and they're like his brother was in who's in jail by the way. They're interviewing him in jail. His brother. It's <laughs> fantastic. And he's talking about. It, and he's like. <laughs> It's like we're just watching, we're just watching the videos. We're like, damn man, look at him fly, look at Michael fly. And he goes, he goes, Rob would just jump up and go, I believe I can fly. <laughs> it just come out of his mouth, and they're like, there it is, boom, boom. there's the song for the yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that amazing? But that's the thing. I think it becomes a double-edged sword. And that song, look at that. Of all the songs, they're talking about it. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. They're, no. they're talking about it. How like that song? Then it's just crazy how it is. Like that song was sung in like churches. Yeah. Uh, motivational of, <laughs> of songs like of, of all these movies and all these speeches and like every choirs were singing it all over yeah. in churches and, and like look who was singing it like this sick man and then you sent that clip I think about him and the lipstick and his mom and I, like I wanted my mom like just that's different man it's just I, but I think that's what you see with these people yeah. like there's a fine line when you get to genius level there yeah. like there is a fine line and I think whatever in your head untaps that yeah. part of it yeah Somehow untaps another part that just people it's just different. Well, they talk about him being molested. Incredible. He was molested by family members. He talks about. They show a clip from him talking about it. They show. A, they talk to his brother. They say, "Yeah, I was." His brother says, "I was molested by uh, when I was a yeah. young kid." That fucks you up, man. Like that. I'm not giving him no excuse, by the way. But that fucks no, you but up. Yeah, that that that, that takes. Okay, a toll, I'm man. sorry. A toll. That's fucking horrible, dude. That really just like to do that. It's, people are sick, man, and you fuck kids up like that. There is a there is a conversation that needs to be had. I think on a on a much larger scale about mental health and those things that yeah. happen in your in your oh, younger yeah. years and those things. I mean, we're talking about LeBron James not having a father figure in his yeah. life. Imagine this kind of stuff happening. Oh, geez, you know, and it's always like the majority seeing it's, 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 it's is a, one thing that's oh, damaging. Well, yeah, having it done to you. Yeah, that's. But that there, there's Come like on, a, there's man, a I can't crazy. Even it's that, a like crazy. What you think about it is a crazy number. The statistic I don't know it off the top of my head. I'm sure, you could Google it. It is a crazy number of w- these instances of when it's a family member who's doing yeah. the, the, the abuse. It is it is incredible, and it, it just it makes you think. It freaks you out as a parent, man. No, no, that's freaks crazy. you out. Just crazy. thinking about that kind of stuff, and that's just oof. 
wild. Steve, you were watching some football during the show? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good finish. It was a good finish. So you were rooting for the Eagles? Of course. Would you pick well, the Bears in our pick'em? But why would I? I mean, I picked them because I thought they were going to win, but I don't want them to win. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. I didn't, I, you know what? I actually I texted the, uh, the guys earlier. I said I was 50-50 on this game. I didn't have the balls to take the Eagles because they were playing in Chicago, and but I did trust Foles more than I trust Well, what had Trubisky. happened was <laughs> he, and he was getting ready to kick the field goal. It was 43-yarder, and uh-huh. they called timeout. He made it. And then, oh, so they iced him. They iced him, and he the hit, the, hit the post. Man. Hit the post. Um, can we talk about pick him real quick? Uh, How the know. fuck is Mark like 10 points better we than We talked about else? this at the last show, too. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Dude. Half the guys in our league quit. <laughs> they did. They he's, did. He's a smart guy. He knows football. Well, if you need uh, if you need your picks, tweet at MarkoG45. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about fantasy? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about fantasy. Go ahead, Steve. No, we, no. We've had a, a lot of discussions this week we about fantasy. We've trade we've win. Made, we've made trade some trades. Win. We've had some blockbuster trades. Trading mill. Woo. Fantasy basketball is fun. It's fun. but y- You guys just got into it. <laughs> I think Marco Jokai needs to understand that it's fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> he isn't actually a general manager. <laughs> <laughs> he takes everything seriously. You know, there's a, I forget the name of the guys. They've got a YouTube channel. Um, but they, they do these scenarios about the fantasy guys, and everybody's got a title, you know, like the commissioner, the no-trade guy. The, oh, yeah, the, no, the, I never see the, that. I'm a real-life GM guy. This and is that's like, the, it's yeah, so funny. To, like, it makes sense now. Every, I never was in it, dude, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I knew it would I, – listen, I never was in it, but I hear all, a lot of people, a lot of my friends talk about it. And I, that's the reason I didn't want to get into it, because I knew I would get, like, heavy into it. Oh, and yeah. I'm fucking heavy into yeah. it, dude. Tell me you're not – I'm as, just as heavy as Mark, but except I'm not at, emotionally attached. Like, I'm just – I just want to, like, I'm watching my guys. I'm competing. Like, you know what I mean? Tell yeah. me you're not looking at a box score and then you're, like, trying to calculate the, the fantasy points when you see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But yeah. also, it, that has affected the way I watch the game. It's kind of I'm not happy about. It does affect the way I watch basketball A little games. bit. I'm, so, I'm more focused on Your player guy. performances. Right. And or, or players playing against me performances, then I'm actually fo- focused on the game where that's what was the purity. It takes the purity out of the game a little bit. I ain't going to say it, but it's still fun. I'd rather do it. I mean, it's no, great. No, it's fun. It's I fun. do it with my son. My son's into it. I love it. So he'll be in our league next year. Guaranteed. He'll throw. He's got 100 bucks. He's going to throw 100 bucks in there. I ain't fucking paying for him. Look at that. Yeah, he's going to win. He's going to fucking pay. I don't give a shit. That's great. He's got 100 bucks somewhere in one of his piggy banks. Somewhere. I'm sure he We'll does. be counting change I'm somewhere. Sure I don't give a shit. Hey, there's one thing you don't have to pay for, and that's this podcast. Make sure you tell your friends that. Real quick, daughter, before you go, before you sign off, dude, did you get a lawn job? Did uh, I get a lawn job? I seen yeah. that. I seen that too. Or did you have the? Did you go pay three hundred bucks to take your lights down? Oh, oh no, that's that's oh, that's from your that's from your from, lift. That's from when I put the lift up. Oh, to get the lights up. Oh, I was like, still what? stay like that, matted like that. Well, because it was it was like a, a bad haircut. <laughs> it is actually it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, my lawn's got two two uh, nice little divots. Yeah. Yeah. In it, um, but yeah, that was from you know, whenever it was November. Yeah, okay. And, I was but like, it's Damn. been yeah, the winter. You know, I was like, either he got a lawn job or he no, paid no. another three hundred. So he's paying six, seven, eight hundred dollars with the lights no. on and off. Plus, I'm like, this month, no, no. this guy. They come down easy. Yeah, they don't go up easy. Yeah, if it was me, I would just yank him from the ground, <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> That's almost what lights I did. Be just busting, from the roof. Lights be busting all over the place. gutters, falling over. Oh yeah, I broke like a million clips already. Oh man, my That's projectors. Easy, easy peasy. Easy Day peasy. after Christmas, man, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Mouse over wind here. Wind up, wind up the accenture cord. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Mickey Mouse over here. Scroop. Lights go in the in the drawer in the, the, in the cupboard. Boom, boom, done. You wow. Did, you did the projector yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, That's a Mickey Mouse. You Mickey, guys are Mouse, Mickey Mouse, bro. Mickey Mouse is good. We today, don't have bro. lifts. Don't Mickey, uh, I don't, don't need a lift. I love Mickey Mouse. No, I'm saying bro. we don't, don't have a lift to do I that. I don't have one either. I no, want rented one. I know. I told you guys. Young dad, Steve. One kid. That's young daddy over. He's got the energy, bro. Wait. I told you. Got that energy. I had it for the whole weekend. I could have come knocked out your house. Anything you want? Two thousand. Mark's house. Frank's house. Hell no, bro. Anybody. I like that shit. I like Next year, projector. I'm just going to show up. And Next year, I'm going to get another projector. I'm going to have three now. <laughs> so I'll have so three. The side of the house are going to be lit up. three will look nice, bro. He's going to have all three wow. sides lit up. Full-time Mickey Mouse over here. <laughs> Mickey gonna, and Minnie. He's going to have one in the backyard Mickey for the neighbors in the back. Mickey and Minnie, baby. Steve, sign us off, dude. What do you mean, sign us off? All right, check us out. Out of bounds. Fuck, you want me to sign you Steve just struck Wow. Oh man, Nowinski over here. Nowinski. Monica Nowinski. Right, I can make you guys laugh. <laughs> Dirk Nowinski. Check us out. Autobahnsdetroit.com. You'll find all of our information, where to find us, how you can download us. It's all free. Check it out. Rate us. Tell your friends about it and subscribe. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.